I am so proud of you for listening to this podcast today as you are making an intentional choice to not just make Easter a one-day celebration that's mostly about a fancy dress and chocolate-filled bunnies, but to make it about knowing the one we are celebrating that day, Jesus. Over the next seven weeks, we will slow down the final days of Jesus' life. We will take a peek into each of these moments so that we can know Him better. I want to teach you some common Lent practices, Bible study, fasting, link candles, repentance, and prayer. I will guide you through implementing each of these. Help me spread the message by sharing it with your friends and family on social media, and also by clicking the button to text this episode to them. We both know all of us struggle with how to really focus on Jesus during Easter. And it's crazy because this should be the holiday we go all in for. But I get it, we've never been shown how. My friend, that all changes with this study. We are going to do this together. This Lent study is brought to you by Online Women's Bible Study. I would love for you to join our community as we are growing even more in God's Word. And I'm giving you a week free to try out being a member at OnlineWomensBibleStudy.com. This will be automatically applied when you sign up today. This spring, we are studying the book of James, which is the perfect complement to this final day's Lent study, because it was one of the very first letters written to the first followers of Jesus. So as you are studying the final days of Jesus' life, you will see how the first followers lived it out. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss a single episode. All right, let's get started with today's session. The best bread and wine ever. If you haven't already, spend some time in prayer. Praise God, repent of sins, ask for others and yourself, yield to God, and wait and listen. It's happening. We are getting closer, and I want to stall it. Each day, the temptation to not write happens, as if it's not real if I don't write it. I want to write about Easter. I just don't want to write about all that occurs between today and Easter. I hope our hearts break a little more this year than they have in years past. What had to happen because of sin is heartbreaking. I hate this. Prompt. Think back to Genesis 1 or go read it if you never have. Was this God's original plan? How might things be different today if sin had never entered the world? It's hard to even imagine because sin is everywhere. We sin and our world is bursting with sin. But there was a time when Adam and Eve literally walked with God. Genesis 3.8 Not our figurative walking with God we fight to experience and notice, but a literal walking with God in the garden. That is so crazy cool. Instead of being in the garden with all his people, we find his son gathered around a Passover table with the 12 men he chose to follow him. Prompt Read Matthew 26, 17-25 and make notes about it below. Matthew 26, 17-25 On the first day of the festival of unleavened bread, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, Where do you want us to to make preparations for you to eat the Passover? And he replied, Go into the city to a certain man and tell him. The teacher says, My appointed time is near. I am going to celebrate the Passover with my disciples at your house. So the disciples did as Jesus had directed them and prepared the Passover. When evening came, Jesus was reclining at the table with the twelve. And while they were eating, he said, Truly I tell you, one of you will betray me. 
They were very sad and began to say to one another, Surely you don't mean me, Lord. And Jesus replied, The one who has dipped his hand into the bowl with me will betray me. The Son of Man will go just as it is written about him. But woe to the man who betrays the Son of Man. It would be better for him if he had not been born. Then Judas, the one who would betray him, said, Surely you don't mean me, Rabbi. And Jesus answered, You have said so. You can read other accounts in Mark 14, 12-25 and Luke 22, 7-23. The scriptures we will study for the next three weeks represent the final few days of Jesus on earth. The Passover meal occurred the Thursday before his crucifixion, and less than 24 hours from this moment, Jesus would die on the cross. Prompt. Pause on that that for a moment. Write the numbers 1 through 24 below. Then circle the number 21. That was likely the amount of hours Jesus had left to live. For the next three weeks, we will be creeping through his final 21 hours of life on earth. Question. What did Jesus share with them in verse 21? How did they respond in verse 22? And how did Judas respond in verse 25? I'm not a violent person, but I could so slap Judas right here. I cannot handle lies or fake people. Few things drive me as bonkers as deceit. Question, how do you think you would have responded in this moment? You know, if you weren't the son of God. Prompt. Let's keep going. Read Matthew 26, verses 26 through 29, and make notes about it below. Matthew 26, 26 through 29. And while they were eating, Jesus took bread, and when he had given things, he broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat, this is my body. And then he took a cup, and when he had given things, he said to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you. This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. I tell you, I will not drink from this fruit of the vine from now on until the day when I drink anew with you in my Father's kingdom. And when they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Question, what does the bread and blood represent? The commentary notes in my ESV study Bible says most likely the third of four cups at the Passover, the cup of blessing or the cup of redemption, corresponding to the God's third promise in Exodus 6.6. I will redeem you with an outstretched arm and with great acts of judgment. Prompt, turn to Exodus 6 and write out verses 6 through 8 below. Exodus 6, verses 6 through 8. Therefore, say to the Israelites, I am the Lord, and I will bring you out from under the yoke of the Egyptians. I will free you from being slaves to them. I will redeem you with an outstretched arm and with mighty acts of judgment. I will take you as my own people, and I will be your God. Then you will know that I am the Lord your God, who brought you out from under the yoke of the Egyptians, and I will bring you to the land that I swore with an uplifted hand to to give to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, and I will give to you as a possession. I am the Lord. This is why he had to die. The only way to bring us out of burdens, to deliver us, to redeem us, and to take us to be his people was to give us his life, to bridge the massive gap between us and God. Redemption. At the time, the bread and wine that night would have little significance. All that would change in a day's time, and especially in a few days' time. Redemption. The bread, his body, and wine are grape juice if you prefer. His blood are our reminders of redemption. 
Write out or summarize what the following verses teach you about redemption and your Redeemer. Don't skip this part. I know we've already done a lot of work today. Keep pushing yourself. His word brings life. You're worth this, and so is he. There's a list of a bunch of verses. I'm going to read them over you. And by a bunch of verses, there's about seven. Psalm 106.10 He saved them from the hand of the foe. From the hand of the enemy, he redeemed them. Isaiah 41.14 Do not be afraid, you worm Jacob. Little Israel, do not fear, for I myself will help you, declares the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. Isaiah 44 verse 22 I have swept away your offenses like a cloud, your sin like the morning mist. Return to me, for I have redeemed you. Isaiah 51.10 Was it not you who dried up the sea, the waters of the great deep, who made a road in the depths of the sea, so that the redeemed might cross over? Isaiah 62.12 They will be called the holy people, the redeemed of the Lord. And you will be called sought after, the city no longer deserted. Wow. Micah 6, 4. I brought you up out of Egypt and redeemed you from the land of slavery. I sent Moses to lead you and Aaron and Miriam. 1 Corinthians 1, verses 30 through 31. It is because of him that you are in Jesus Christ, who has become for us wisdom from God that is our righteousness, holiness and redemption. Therefore, as it is written, let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. Galatians 3.13 Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us, for it is written, cursed is everyone who is hung on a pole. Ephesians 1.7-10 In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, in accordance with the riches of God's grace that he lavished on us with all wisdom and understanding. He made known to us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in Christ to be put into full effect when the times reach their fulfillment, to bring unity to all things in heaven and on earth under Christ. We use the word redemption when we finally get our way when we've been wronged somehow and finally we've been vindicated. Redemption for Jesus is the opposite of that. When he has been wronged, he makes everything right between us and him. Redemption is his outstretched arms, the bread, the blood that fell from his nail-pierced hands, and the wine. As we wrap up today, ask yourself, what should you do? How can you apply what you have heard today? James 1.22 And who should you tell? What is something you can share about today and who should you share this with? My prayer for you is that you would feel like you know Jesus more as we work our way through his final days. His story is the reason we celebrate on Easter Sunday because it's the thing that has totally changed our lives. I so hope this was encouraging to you. If it was, it would be so helpful if you would leave a review for this show. If it wasn't, well, you don't have to leave a review. Finally, please share this with your friends. We want to encourage as many people as we can with this free and super easy to do Lent study. And when you share about it on social media, be sure to use hashtag hearers and doers podcast and tag me at Becky Kaiser. As a reminder, if you are looking to grow in God's word and community, you get a 
week free to try out being a member at onlinewomensbiblestudy.com. I'll see you tomorrow with another final day's episode.